says we're live. Yes, it does. Nerds, are you ready? I am ready. Del Najuro. Am I ready? Are you ready? I am, I am ready. In a world where... Mm. Um, in a world where... The Pfizer CEO already said he wants a fourth shot. In the arms. This is the vent. I'm your host tonight, Del Najiro. I have my other host with me, the Nerd Z. How you doing? I'm good. I'm good. Ah, how's your week been? <laughs> uh, jeez. After I said after I said that intro, I was just like, damn, he dude really said that. Because of the four shot, but not. My week has been uh. Pretty blessed as always. Mm. The one, the one concerning thing that uh, that we talk about after no, sorry, before the pod is uh, on my IG on my IG stories. I shared uh screenshots, mm. and uh, what those screenshots contain is the the bitterness between Frito Lay and Loblaws, and the result of that bitterness is. When you look at the the chip rack and even the drink rack, I didn't even t- I didn't I was so shocked at seeing it bare like that. Mm-hmm. I just took the pictures of the of the empty chip rack. Yeah. Wow. But I but I thought of uh, uh, after because I remember looking on the right and I went, wait, they don't have oh certain drinks are not here either. So I'm like, oh, what's what's really going on? But not so due to the the dis- dispute, mm-hmm. you can't get. You can't get Doritos, you can't get Lay's, you can't get uh, Ruffles, you can't get really? Miss Vicky's, you can't get Doritos, you can't get Sun Chips, you can't get Smart Food. Like, that's a lot of chip brands. So, all out of Loblaws. Out of Loblaws. Now, catch the joke. Mm. It's not only Loblaws, but because Loblaws owns there's a store called the City Market. This is mm-hmm. downtown. They yeah. can't get it. No Frills can't get it. Because Loblaws owns no frills. Okay. Loblaws owns Shoppers Drug Mart, which means Shoppers Drug Mart doesn't get it either. Ew. So that's a it's a big deal. People are scoffing it off. I'm just like, nah. I don't think you guys realize what you're, you're what you're soon going to be going through with yeah. withdrawal. Withdrawal. <laughs> <laughs> Ew. That's Buddy, actually- like yo, that's nuts, wow. man. Anyone that well, doesn't we- support. Anyone supporting my IG, you'll see my stories that I did today. You'll yeah. see it. It's foolishness. They better, they better fix that. Well, before we get into today's segment, um, we're going to say that our beautiful Jay Hunterville, he will not be joining us for this episode. He yeah, has well. Down, yeah, with a little something. You know, sniffle, sniffle. So, <laughs> more, like a, more like a headache. <laughs> more like a headache, yeah. Like if... Um, uh, yeah. Uh, he is uh, on fire like uh, the Halazim from Street Fighter. You know, you know the type of heat that he draws. Like, like ignore the stretchy arm thing he does. Like it's the right know, the Hal- when the Halazim does that flame thing. Picture uh, that. Picture, <laughs> picture on that his on head. his head. <laughs> picture that on his head. The soundtrack for today would be uh, Alicia Keys. His head is so fire. Fire. Hi here. 
<laughs> oh, that's the soundtrack. Yo, that's <laughs> wow. Damn, get well, okay. man. Get yeah, well, James. well. We'll see you again on the next episode. <laughs> 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 Now, yeah. our weekly segment of I was going to say updates. COVID, but I'm like, I, I don't know, besides the Pfizer guy, the CEO saying that, there's not really, no, they're saying there's a variant, but then they quickly went like, like a new variant, right? But they quickly said, ah, it's, it's, it's more contagious, but it's, it's, it's yeah. this, this just sounds like a, a group of people who like to shoot it up. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I, my, I can't wait for my next dose. Like, all well, the rest uh, of us are like, stay away from needles, guys. <laughs> stay away. Thank you. I don't. Um, <sighs> but for COVID, what is it? They said that it's going to be ma- it's mask off March. So the 21st. Okay, so we've got to wait another week. But yeah. um, from what I heard, they were planning on implementing it earlier for the kids. Oh, I guess be- that's because they're on March break. They're on March break. Yeah. Makes sense. Okay. But I guess official day would be 21st. Got it. 21st. Mm-hmm. The first, and spring is looking good already because it's, it's double digit this week. So yes, it is. But spring, is uh, spring is the 20th. I want to know what started this. Uh, mask off thing because I know in Britain we had covered that a little. Britain was already implementing their mask off. Um, their prime I, minister had Morris, announced yeah. that, yeah, like quite a while probably like what beginning of February. They're ahead, yeah, yeah, yeah. right. He's like way ahead. He's just like, yeah, these this mask is mandates all, all rubbish. It's rubbish. Man was Man. ready to take it off. <laughs> Right. Man, went, yeah. man had the mask and he took it, took it off on one, and like the the elastic oh, the- band just snapped it off, <laughs> <laughs> that- right off. <laughs> man was throwing that out. <laughs> oh man, but it's that's good. I mean, as long as we're getting back to normal, putting whatever that means, but- right? Normal, but. I mean, aside from as we as you were just earlier saying, Frito Lay and Loblaws having a dispute. So, what is that um, distribution for certain food items are are being affected? Inflation mm-hmm. is also affecting us. The gas prices have been crazy. Our neighbors over across the border have been like, "I feel so bad for you," sharing their pity to us. Yo, yo, because Biden was when, like, "Oh, yeah. sorry, go ahead." No, I was going to say, they've been looking at us like $5 a gallon. Because people don't realize, like, it's, uh, hold on, we're going to do some volumetric math right, right now. So, hold on, hold on. So, one gallon is f- four liters, I think? Yes. No, th- it's like 3.7 3 liters, right? Yeah. So, like, when people in the States realize, wait a minute, you... You got you guys gas is cheaper because of it, and you're like, no, no, no. We're in liters. You guys are in gallons. So times that by three point seven, and when you start adding up, they're like, oh. Mm-hmm. 
<laughs> clenching their pearls. <laughs> right? Yeah. Well, it doesn't help to, um, I think we spoke about it before, when Biden it was like, I urge everybody to go back to the office, you know, because it's time to get the economy back and everything. I'm like, yo, what perfect timing is this? High gas prices, and you tell me I want to go back into go the back office. Back to work? <laughs> Yikes. Hey, up, here, up here, too. Because I think it's they true. have until... I think they have until the fourth. If they don't come back, they're fired. So you'll be fired really? with you'll be fired with unvaccinated people. I don't. So if you don't come back to work, you're fired. You're fired with unvaccinated people. But you could be vaccinated. You see? You see? So weird. The discrimination <laughs> continues. Oh, oh. And I tell you. It's true. It's like, it's interesting how certain things are being enforced and others aren't. So like the same people who've been vaccinated, okay, they've been in the, in their home working remotely. And just because they show their proof of vaccination, they get to keep their job. While somebody who said, I choose not to, and I'll wait it out, will instantly get fired. Instantly, but now it's... Now it's if they don't care if you have three boosters and if you're not in this office chair by the fourth, you the fourth. are fired. Dang, that's rough. That's like what? Remember, what if you yo take it in? What if you already? Because it's two years we were doing this, right? Mm-hmm. So what if you already packed up and moved somewhere completely? Mm-hmm. And then you get that email, that letter, like, yeah, you have to come back. And it's like, yo, I already moved and everything. Well, well. Sorry, man. Sorry, man. I don't know. Well, Gotta get back time. into the office. <laughs> ah. See you April 4th, 9 a.m. sharp. <laughs> that, that is tough. As the kids would say, that is tough. It's funny. But I think, I think, um, I think depending on your job, they're open to hybrid. So like, mm-hmm. so like three days of the week. But then I don't know if you, they let you choose any day, but three days of the week and then two days off the week. But even so, then, just... yeah. So that sounds like a. See, there's so many things happening. So, from a workforce perspective, they I've noticed that they've been trying to adopt two extremes, right? So I think they had this work style or work structure implemented in this Switzerland Mm -hmm. one of those Eastern European countries but it was like a four-day work week you didn't work more than six hours in a day four days a week and that was it that's a good life for some people right so that was that is one of the structures the business structures that they were trying to do it was to like help with mental health, you know, making sure people are able to be with their family, um, all these things. That's what it is. Then the other structure is like, I believe China is the one that actually implements this one, where it's basically 10 hours a day. That's the, that's the other one, yeah. But it's, it's, like, still, it's still four days a week? I think it's like five. But 10 hours a day? Yeah. It's like nine, 10 hours a day. And then you work like for five days. But the difference is that you would have like a two hour break in between. 
you know, all these other stuff. So they have like this other different structure that they plan on having. So at this like, point, well, I'm just like, nah. I just that that, that made me tired. I just, <laughs> ten, I just heard ten hours. I'm like ten hours. Ten hours, no. five days. I'd consider no. Because um, so we have the two examples, right? So we have the mm-hmm. six hour, four days. Mm-hmm. The five day, ten hours. Mm-hmm. And there's also um. So people do four days, 10 hours. So mm-hmm. they do their 40, but then if there's three off. So. Mm-hmm. Yes. Right. Yeah. So well, those are the Right. Four day, 10 hours. Yeah. Four or five day, 10 hours. Because yeah. for Canada, what is it? Full time. You can do 40 hours a week up to like 80. 80 hours a week, I believe. That's up to 80, yeah. Yeah. And to be honest, it's more like 37 point something. Mm. They, they, yeah, there's, there's a lot of pukori uh, yeah. happening with that. Yeah. Because so. overtime. That's a lot of overtime. Because <laughs> over, yo, they make sure, certain jobs, they make sure, like, overtime, yeah. nah, you gotta, like, you cut nah, it off. Cut that off. Or, mm-hmm. or you're like, like, you get days off. That's what's. That's your compensation. You don't get paid. You get days off. Mm-hmm. <laughs> For every extra hours that you worked. You just get more days off. That's it. That's it. Sorry, so, this is terrible lighting. It's crazy. It's like, but if my shadow moves without doing something, just be just pray for me. It's just uh, you know. It's the, just, and you gotta put the screen on. That's what it is. That's the, It'll put the screen on. But nah, I think um, kind of with COVID, like, what if, okay, what if someone's really adamant, like, nah, I'm not going back to the office. Nah, I'm not going to just stick again. Blah, blah, blah. Like, you know, I mean, sh- it does, it, the traditional way of working does get challenged because it was working, right? People were working remotely and now you're asking them to come back into a business environment yeah it's like well working at home was useful and then on top of it because people were working from home they actually got a tax benefit because of it they got all these things because of it so if why would somebody want to remove themselves from an environment that was actually like good now mind you other people would feel the other way they may feel like oh i was more i'm more productive when i'm in the environment or in the space at mm-hmm. my workplace than to be at home because sometimes people don't want to bring their work home and they don't want to blur the lines between that either right but as they say if it ain't broken don't fix it they said they said um productivity shot up though but that's it what shot, I mean. It shot like way up, right? Because people were in the comfort of their home. They didn't have to deal with coworkers they didn't like. They didn't have to deal with other people's like BS. There yeah, wasn't that's... transportation issues. There wasn't other external uh, factors that were playing on them. You know, they're at the comfort of their home. Well, I said that already. Comfort of their home is really the biggest part. They were comfortable. See, I was and on the people... transit and I would have been here on time, but you know. Right, someone was, someone was acting up on the train, and then it delayed. Imagine, it and, you know, like, and they were just acting a fool, and I'm like, yo, like, 
or breaking yeah. glass bottles is a danger. But I I hope that like now this is the part where it's like I hope, right? Because you you hope that people actually do take in these like things and they consider these factors and how they actually apply. But I hope mm-hmm. somebody who's actually in government is recognizing, hey, when people are doing jobs and more productivity shot up, they were at home. So therefore working remotely actually was beneficial. All these things, right? If now they have to go back, I hope, I hope someone can actually write a detailed paper. Oh, like a research. Yes. And recognize that, hey, maybe our transit is not the greatest. Maybe our work environments are not the greatest. <laughs> maybe, maybe like there must be other factors that are infl- like that are just affecting the way that people work. And that's it. I mean, like, right? <laughs> like, what else can I say? You know, like some say that, um, this, uh, what this thing exposes, like, I mm. really don't need, you don't need middle managers. You don't really need them. Yeah. Like the, whoever runs a company could just be like, Hey guys, this is the task for this week. Mm. Boom, boom, boom. You do your zoom meeting for like an hour and change. And then mm-hmm. you log into like, let's say the, the work service or the server. Mm-hmm. So you can like do team work and all that. And then, yeah, you just, just do your thing yeah. while your kids are yelling. Where your wife is touching your leg, where your dog's mm-hmm. licking your foot, like yeah, mm-hmm. you're just, just chilling. But I, I, I think that that also applies. Like people who have to do more, huh, I guess you can say like I want to say higher, not higher learning, but higher levels of like brain activity, attention spans to like writing emails or you know correspondences, uh, more administration work. I think those who have to do more administration work can actually work remotely. And yeah. it leaves those who are supposed to be the frontliners, the ability to just be frontline. Maybe if anything, you probably just need one person to just supervise and just oversee all those people. That's I mean, it. I mean, the banks like jumped ahead of that. They're like, remember how you go to the bank and like, for like seven computers, they would have like, like five tellers at least it's like mm-hmm. now it's like two to three mm-hmm. even the when you go to the back part and everyone has their own office mm-hmm. not, they're not all there either they're just like nah just, just shoot me a zoom link and then we'll discuss mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. So. but it's also technology too so that's the other part I, I guess that's the other side of it us becoming super dependent on technology mm. if an emp went off that is that is good game over there. Right. Right. Uh, if everyone saw that South Park episode where the internet was unplugged. Oh, yo, that's people be crashing their cars for no reason. Like people, like yeah. people would really pull out that, uh, rocket launcher. If the, especially <laughs> maybe not the first day, but by, no, by, by, by day. Nah, but like day three, no Do internet, you, like, like, like no internet. Right. You have to actually go and call somebody call or see somebody. them in person. But do you even remember where they live? Do you oh. even know their number? 
Yo, okay. Yo. Because usually when I see people in my contact, I just go blip. And then right? I just do you know how to travel to somebody's place if they told you I'm by the intersection of, of Wilson and Islington? You're like, you're like Wilson and Islington. <laughs> right? Like, what is there? Is there? Luckily, I had, okay, I have that skill left. Like, I, like, if someone told me, like, um, of an intersection of this and this, mm. I would be like, because of the bus, I actually, I just know, like, okay, I don't mm-hmm. want to take, like, I can't get lost easily in Toronto. You'd have to yeah. take me to like some like I don't know, like Hamilton or something. Then 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 I'd be like, oh where, where am I? Right? But Toronto, even Mississauga and Scarborough, you, you think mm. right? it took me a while to get to know Toronto a little bit better. Uh off the back like off the bat. Um and even just to remember the sequence of like streets as you're driving by them. So mm. It took me a while, right? Like, obviously, I knew downtown and I knew North York and York. I'm not. For people in the state going, North York and York, what? I know. Yes. No, yes. For those listening, yes. there's parts of Toronto that is, there's North York, there's, there's East York. Yes. I think there's East York. I think there's, there's other Yorks. Hold on. Let me look. Hold on. There's no West York, no. It's just North York, East York, York. And then downtown. Then Etobicoke. Then Scarborough. Yeah. That's, that's, that's basically it. That's basically it. Yeah. And then there's like everything outside of that, which I don't know anything of off the bat. Like, but for the most part, I know Etobicoke pretty well. Don't know very well upper etobicoke or lower etobicoke upper and lower etobicoke yeah. okay yeah yes there's etobicoke and when you go into it is literally eglinton and for all the listeners out there if you know what i'm talking about you know definitely drop your drop your fire sign just to be like yes I'm talking about my area <laughs> oh but like etobicoke itself is like eglinton right before the yeah and it keeps going until the you hit a renfort 27 yeah yeah so that's all etobicoke then upper etobicoke i don't know where it starts but i know when you get to islington and albion that's upper etobicoke and then when you get to lower etobicoke it's like scarlet and i want to say dunders does he even go that far no, Dundas. Okay, let me tell you. you know, Eglinton. Yeah. They, okay, they say Young Street's the longest street in the world. Okay. Get that, yeah. Get that out of the way. But then, um, Yo, Eglinton, is, Eglinton is super long. Dundas yes. is super long. Because mm-hmm. it hits. Dundas goes from Toronto. Yeah, it to, turns uh, into Mississauga. And then, yeah. yeah. And, it, and it goes through Mississauga. Even though I was like, this is, it cuts through here? Mm-hmm. Eglinton cuts through Mississauga as well. Mm hmm. So, yeah, from Scarborough all the way over. Yeah. But you put you put I didn't know they called it upper and lower. Lower? Yeah, oh. they call it upper and lower Etobicoke. Yeah, what? See, and that's that's how you know when you know some people in Etobicoke. You know, you know, you know. <laughs> 
the same as us saying, yes, there's North York and York. <laughs> if you know people in the area, you know, you know. North York and York. I'm still like, what? There's North York and mm-hmm. York. Mm-hmm. And what's, then funny, what's funny as I'm near, no, it can't be East York. I'm, I'm near some type of York because it used to be. I think you are in East York. I think so, yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't I know where the end of York is. I think the end is really St. Clair. And St. Clair Down is considered downtown. St. Clair Down? I thought it was. Um, Bloor? Bloor, yeah. Yeah, me no, too. Bloor, Bloor, yeah. No, I think the, the line of downtown is where the streetcars are, where they start. Ah, that's interesting. Mm-hmm. Where the streetcars start. That's, not, that's funny. Because we have LRT on Eglinton, so it means is Eglinton and down, down, uh, downtown now? With that theory? No, but that's an LRT. Uh. Not a street car. I mean, I know, I know. Trust me, (laughs) because when you go to St. Clair and Young, you're you're downtown. Hmm. I never considered downtown. Me neither. But you're downtown. More more like okay. Once you're past Bloor, you are like you are in the the. Mm -hmm. You're walking on the block and you see a bunch of clothes and hair and debris. You see, uh, okay, anyone that's coming to Toronto, especially this summer, because Caravan is coming back, Pride's coming back, uh, all the festivals are coming back. So when you're in, when you're in our downtown area, like you'll see, you'll see regular downtown stuff, like piles of clothes just randomly just there. You see mush up buildings that have lease, all types of tags from from uh, GFA. I don't know who that is. The uh, Sparky with the angel sign. I don't know who that person is either. Like you see the next type of tags. Like, okay. Looking like yo, you're looking like everyone else is downtown. Like, like that's crazy. Didn't know that. Huh? Now I yeah, gotta look at the graffiti. Okay. When when you read the, not the not the murals. Yo, okay. Hold on. Quick sidebar. Mm. Apparently, apparently, there's graffiti rules. Yes, there like is. I know, like I notice, people don't. Tagging rules. Yeah. There's. It's. It's like a. It's almost like um. What they call? I don't say dog whistle, but it's like. A, mm, I know what you're saying. Yes. It's like uh, I almost said not a whistleblower. No, no. It's like an unwanted. No, unwanted rule. It's a something rule, where it's like they just know unspoken? like, unspoken rule. There you go. Where it's like. Okay, I'm going to tag this window. You tag the bottom window. Don't tag mm. all of my stuff because I'll. Or, like, or this is. This area has a mural. Don't tag the mural. Don't do something stupid. Mm. Tag, like, around it. Like, there seems to be rules to this thing. Yeah. Okay, so here it is Language and Rules of Graffiti Artists. <clears throat> There's a few, actually. Jeez. So, the ultimate if offense is writing over someone else's work mm. and wow this word is going to throw me off anonymity and anonymity anonymity and no anonymity 
I, I, I probably said it wrong too, but basically, but basically it's anonymous yes. and yes. being put together. Yeah. Yes. So that is important. So no snitching. Um, communication is usually to other writers, not to the general public. Okay. Um, graffiti has structure. Didn't know that. I mean, okay. we, I know, but didn't know that. Real graffiti is illegal. It's okay. Real graffiti. What do you mean by what do they mean by real? I guess it's like places you're not supposed to. I mean, I follow one graffiti artist who I love so much, Banksy. Banksy. Jeez. <laughs> so he's an English um, graffiti artist who does more political. I guess you can say political satire, humor type of stuff. Mm -hmm. And he does more paradoxical um, pieces. So that are referring to like political stances, Uh, which type of politics he's referring to. I don't remember right now, but say, for example, it's a policeman who's on the street uh, or on the wall for his graffiti art. He'll have a police officer who's talking to a little girl and trying to correct her. Oh, okay. Yeah. The other one is like a maid who's sweeping the the trash underneath the like the building. The building. But mm-hmm. But he tags those ones specifically for which building they're sweeping things under the rug for. Oh, oh. So that is that's really what clever. he does. He does that. So love his work. That is He's clever. like rampant. There was actually a an exhibit that came to Toronto. I can't remember what, I can't remember what year I ended up going to it. Um, and I, the person that curated it was his manager. So I don't think Banksy actually had any affiliation to the actual exhibition. Right. So it was kind of like, you know, he just wants to say anonymous. I don't think anyone really knows who he is. Just his manager. And even then, I think he stays anonymous too. It, it makes sense to stay just anonymous, like yeah. But that man, just to get more spray cans, <laughs> just to get, just to get more spray. Yeah, yeah. I love it though. There's a yeah. sticker. There's a vent sticker uh, on one of the construction signs at the back, mm. and then. Um, you know those uh those square pylons, right? That tell you like, oh, slow down or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. So the back part, there's a sticker there. Mm. This 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 how this how this rule is real. Someone mm. tagged it, but they tagged. They made sure not to block out the the vent sticker, so they tagged around it. Mm. So then I guess when people are walking, they see the sticker there, and then they see. But I don't know that if they mean. But they don't know if it means does the vent represent this or this mm. represents it, you know? So got it. Okay, okay. Yeah, that's uh mm-hmm. Oh, so okay, so here are the rest of the rules. So they say real writers wouldn't deface a small business. Oh, so they only target larger like larger businesses or you know, okay. commercial stuff. And no writing on religious or sanctuaries. That is okay, that's a rule, yeah. A place of worship. Place of worship, yeah. Mm, okay. 
Now that you say that, yeah, I don't remember seeing it on any mosque or church. Mm. Maybe under under dumpsters, but maybe, okay, <laughs> not... maybe at their dumps. Yeah. yeah, maybe at their dumpster, but not the yeah. actual. No. Yes, not an actual like place of worship. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it makes sense. But yeah, now everyone knows the rules. Yeah, we just. <laughs> The vent has told you the rules of uh, graffiti, yeah. Right? The un- not, unwritten rules. Of not, saying you, not saying you should do it. Not advocating for that. But, uh, just... but definitely in love with what I do see. You yeah. know? Yeah. Especially if it's well if it's well done. I love well done graffiti. Like, like you I, see the the what their the message is. Love it. Now, when you say you said well done graffiti, do you mean graffiti or well done mural? Because murals, are, like well done graffiti in general, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Like when I remember one time, so like where my studio was, I I say I was fortunate. I was fortunate to be by a studio where it was there was a park nearby, and when the park where the trains would go by, the abandoned trains had graffiti on them so Mm -hmm. you would see i guess whoever that graffiti artist they did it on purpose their art was meant to meant for the trains to walk go by that you would see the message oh Mm -hmm. okay so it was like that is well done you know you see what the actual animation of what they were doing because of the speed of the train so every time (laughs) it goes through you see what's actually happening they placed it really well. It I really remember well. in, um, you, we were, okay, same middle school, right? Mm-hmm. There was a day in, uh, I think you, you probably had seen it, but there was a day when, um, morning time middle school, you mm-hmm. walk into our, our area at the, the courtyard, right? Mm-hmm. And then one day I look at the wall and it's just a massive, like, it was like a red and black font graffiti. Just on the on the wall, mm. and her kids are going up to like, yo, oh my god, it's cool. And then obviously, like later in the week, they they cleaned up the wall and like they took it off. Mm. I remember uh, one of the girls we we both know her. She's like, oh, I know the people who did it. And I was just like, oh, okay. That's... Mm. I know. Back in the day, it's just like, do you really want to say that? Do you really? Do you really <laughs> this shit, yeah. Do you really? but i mean it's good like it's good that people actually i mean i enjoy it like i said if you if you're good at what you're doing and the message that you're sending it actually is something that i guess is promoting because i feel like a lot of graffiti artists are promoting change of some form or like um just like sharing what they see in the world and just like what they would want to see differently Others, oh. it's just really their talent. That's that's the other part. You know, their their skill. Others are just like, I'm just tagging it. Ah, just yeah. Yeah. Tagging it. Right. Yeah. Just just a rebel with a cause. <laughs> that's that's uh yeah. Or without. <laughs> or <laughs> or with the Right. Either or. Yeah. I don't know. Right. That's that's art in in Toronto though. Honestly, art in Toronto. I've I've been meeting a lot of artists actually, and I've realized that 
<sighs> it seems to be getting more and more difficult to be an artist in Toronto. Mm, that is a title. Yes. Because... Say, so, okay, well, just to set up. So when you say more difficult, mm -hmm. you're going to explain, I guess, like, us networking... Finding yeah. a space, because yes. just finding a space alone in yes. this city is oh, very no. hard. And I was going to say that it's because they've actually tried. They've literally cut down almost all the art spaces altogether. And oh, oh, wow. when I say art, they, they really cut down everything culturally as well as places to just commercialize it. And I kind of have seen this transition over the years. Um, not saying that I have been super deep in like art spaces, but definitely have had my contribution here and there with being with a few circles here and there. Um, whether it's music, whether it's singing, whether it's dance, whether it's visual arts, whether it's theater, whether it's operas, whether whatever it is, mm. graphics, you know, photography, media, um, all that. I've seen different groups of people, um, content cre curators, creators, etc. Whether they're independent, freelance, work with somebody, work for somebody. I've just noticed it's just become more difficult. Like, and I don't know if that's because, you know, these corporate companies are just buying out smaller people and working with them. And those guys are actually making the teams to complete those projects or like a, like a farm. Yeah. Yeah. Or like a, um, like how in the rap, a camp, right? Okay, yeah. Like a camp. So people make camps essentially to like finish projects. Yeah. But like, aside from different, like different places being like different places, no longer being accessible. Like much music, much music was a place for artists to come, be discovered. People especially would come, local. right? Like especially local, yeah. And like you would perform, you would have like they would have like different concerts available there, all that stuff. And then it they it even expanded to having like the um, hosts, and they did like different kind of competitions, contests, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. That just then all of a sudden died off or it's vanished yeah lifeline got cut off who knows um and Although, then i think all the vgs at the time just do it yeah her job's over and this uh, all right that's it like, right like i've seen um forgot her name the one in particular you know her um uh redskin woman uh puffy poofy red hair she had red hair at the time yeah poofy red hair light skin she had freckles, and she was one of the VJs. You, yeah, one of the VJs. I might know her if I see her face. Yeah, but hmm. or the yep. one. Um, I think it was a white girl that had the, the that spiky red hair. She's a politician now. Okay. Right. Right. Running yeah. For, yeah, there's a lot of like Matt went to the states, and I haven't heard from him since. Hmm. You had um. I was going to even say the YouTube spaces, they closed down the YouTube space. 
<laughs> already? They just, they just... What? That thing was closed since like 2000 and... Was it 19 or 18? They closed that bad boy a long time. What it, what it consists of, like the YouTube space? YouTube space was for creators. So if you were a YouTuber, obviously if you had like certain accolades um, or were meeting certain numbers, you were invited to use the space to actually do creation. Um, you know, the stuff that YouTubers do, whether it was like products, creating videos, you had access to certain things, all that good stuff. So you, you're able to access, um, you're granted access to the studio. Yes. So like their lighting is, oh, video okay. production and all that other stuff. And yeah. Then it's like no longer available. Let me see. Mm, YouTube space. But that's another thing where YouTube space was. Yeah, Toronto studio to be replaced by pop-up temporary facilities. Pop-up and temporary. Wow. That's like the right. that's, that's the words they use in the city a lot. Pop-up and temporary. And that was May 2019. Wow. Mm-hmm. Cause remember um I think For Y'all used that space. For y'all. And I believe um even marlin was there at one point Mar- marlin was there at one point yeah superwoman was there wow yeah there's a lot of people so like they said that it boomed in like 2016 it opened at george brown college in spring of 2016 okay and it was a 3,500 square foot facility was accessible to youtube personalities with over 10,000 subscribers which and is more actually, popular. That's pretty right. Fair. Exactly. Like that. So, and then it's like they had access. The more access they had to studio time, the more popular the channels were, the more access they had. Mm-hmm. I think even Latoya had made an appearance there or something like that. So, because because two thousand, you said sixteen. Yeah, she was still in the city. Yeah, she was still. Yeah. So like, then three years later. <laughs> just bam gone gone like what has happened in three years that it had to be gone like that when especially if it just boomed i think what when did youtube just start getting popular yeah Ooh. yo something happened 2017 <laughs> i swear no honestly that year something happened like and i, I we gotta ask the viewers did some did did your whole world shift from 2017 onwards that's a good conspiracy question i swear because that was the best year of my life 2017 best year we were 27 well you're 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 younger when you're younger but 26 Mm. 27 Mm. that was that was our second year of the podcast of the Mm. event the Mm. second year yeah yeah second year yeah that's what i'm saying and we did a lot I think that was the first year we did. Was that the first year we did our live? I no, that's it. Sounds like it. Yeah. Yeah. The first summer, yeah. That Not we the did first summer, live. but but the yeah. Yeah. So it was like we were doing a lot. <laughs> <laughs> so they happened like, 2017, but in 2018, I think everything was still good, and then after that, it was like it's just no more. Happened? yeah and it's not even just like oh me saying that like i feel like everywhere 
something happened. Like, that's when we had concerts from the States coming in. Mm-hmm. We had 2017 is when a lot of concerts from the States came in. Um, 2000, I got to hold on. 2017. Trust me. You got to look at that. You got to look at it. Like, that's, that's a very good question. How, how to the viewers go back. What is this? Hurrian <laughs> five years ago. Yo, that's great. One year <laughs> old win. That's like, that's like, that's like right? you know, this is what everyone's mental health right now is just like, <laughs> like what, what year are we in right now? Right? Just take a mind map five years ago and picture your, your former self. Where were you? Everyone visualize, close your eyes. And just... Right? What were you doing at that time? How was the environment around you? Now let's fast forward it. Do you notice a slight change? <laughs> you... Just the atmosphere. Just I also feel like that was probably the year the height of actual art and creation was. Oh, like the bubble. So the bubble popped. Mm-hmm. 2018. Mm-hmm. Like at one point, what was it, what was popular on YouTube in 18? Because it was podcast for sure. Like mm-hmm. that was that was like the new thing. Mm-hmm. But then like. Well, like, I think you, creators were doing more meetouts. Influencers yes. were doing more pop yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, People were doing more brand collaborations. You were seeing people starting up their journeys. Um, what else? People were getting more established. Yeah, like this was before business became business. Those houses that YouTubers were all living in one house started. Which is interesting what you just said earlier. You said, um, you said it could be a corporation buying smaller artists and creating a farm. Mm-hmm. And what you just said earlier, what you just said just now, a bunch of YouTubers living in one house. Mm-hmm. I, always, I always wondered. Because I, I keep my eye to like, what, what do you say? They, they, you keep your ears to the streets. Mm. And then I wonder like, I think we had an off, I think we had an off combo on it. Something about how like, There'll be a creative group. Mm. So they, they all came from doing their own thing and they decided to invest together, right? Yeah. But it's like almost the question I'm asking is like, did they all cover the cost or something something yeah. behind not in the shit, not, not to make it sound like scary, like in the shadows, but who's mm. the main investor? Mm. That's considered a farm too. Yes, it is. It may look like it may look like Oh, they're just doing it for one cause and everything. But it's like, right? who's, who's dropping money on this law? Right? <laughs> Who had the 360 deal? <laughs> no, no. Okay, you know what's... <laughs> it's funny you just mentioned that, because, like, I think with some of the big YouTubers, yeah, they, I think some of them got 360 for sure. Because once you see, like, when you start adding up, like, oh, you guys have the same manager, mm-hmm. but your channel's about this, your channel's about... Oh, but you got the same manager. Okay. Oh, you're all living together. Mm-hmm. Who's paying for that house, really? You, mm-hmm. you, start, you, you start asking questions. Or... Yeah. So I think that's really what it was. The bubble of art popped. <laughs> the art bubble popped. I, it, bubble of art. And then, and then while that was happening, like, uh, what, a year after? So we're in 2018 going on to 19. 
Mm-hmm. Corona was bubbling in 2019. Mm-hmm. And then by the end of December, it was like, yo, hey, man, I don't know what's happening in, in Asia over there, but uh, hey, watch out, guys. And then right? 2020 Close. hits, and then just bam. Close. But then that started a whole new segment of art because it became digital. Digital art. It became digital art, yeah. But like everyday outside interaction, you know, became reduced unless you knew somebody. Yeah, yo, so okay. Yeah, to know people. If you're in a transition where like you didn't have a group of like friends or whatever and you and you went through uh the COVID because mm. now you're just like, oh, I don't have anyone to like really I don't really interact with these people digitally. Mm-hmm. And you're like, yeah, that's that's a that's a strange error for someone that's like they didn't have a core group of friends beforehand. Mm-hmm. Right? And then I feel like that's also maybe it's also, you know what, that's a conspiracy theory. But well, number two, we were two today. Right. So, t- so 2017 was something happened. Yeah, something is- happened. Some something happened. I think that the new wave of creators and the influencer hierarchy is starting again. Okay. That's- so I think that's what this is. This year is that. Hmm. Interesting. Well, yeah, we'll see. Yeah, fine. Yeah. I wonder if our clock is five years. Ooh, that's a, that give me that give me goosebumps for a second. Wait, what do you mean? Wait, define wait, wait, wait. define if our clock is five years. What, what do you mean by that? That's a that's a weird thing like, you just made. Like, <laughs> okay, so you know, like every four years, right? For school, is when you transition, basically. Yes. Yeah. Every four years. Um. So for those listening, grade nine to twelve, and then you are. If you're getting a bachelor, no, bachelor, bachelor's four, right? Yes. No, sorry. Because diploma's three, yeah, bachelor's four, yeah. Yeah. Yes. yes. Diploma's like two, three, bachelor's four, yes. Four, yeah. Then it so, goes back to two for your master's and then another two for doctorate. Mm-hmm. So that's the third four, essentially. Oh, cool. Um. So yeah, so it's like every four. Academia. Every- Every four. Every quarter. Um, yes. Yes. Okay. Continue. Continue. So I think that, you know, everything has a life uh, span, right? Like everybody. Like everything and like everybody has a lifespan where it goes up and then it goes back down. Um, or as Shakespeare says it, the wheel of fortune. The wheel so, of fortune. yes. Like a wavelength. Yes. Yo, keep, keep, right. yo, open your third eyes, guys. Yo, what? <laughs> continue, see. Continue. <laughs> So I think for us, um, I think that the either the peak was 2017, and then it went back down. Yeah, sounds like it, yeah. Right? And I think that this year is when it's being established again, and probably like next year. This year or next year is going to be the peak again. So. Hmm. Yes, because what, five years ago? That's what I'm saying. I wonder if it's every five years, our cycle. Five years ago, what, YouTube started blowing up? Uh, yeah. So YouTube started in 
2008. It's, it's old. It's yeah, very so then old, yeah. 2007, then if five years later, that's 2012. 2012. Right. Don't tell, don't tell me it was red hot. Yes, it was. Broken Reasons red hot. Who else was out yes. yes, it was. Yeah, 2011 and 2012, those were the years. And then interesting, yeah. Add another five to that. 2017, yeah. 2017, and another five. 2022. Mm. Okay. <laughs> but that's that's just my theory. <laughs> my, <laughs> my conspiracy. Mm. Every five years. So I think, yeah. So it might be, you know, I think that it's going to possibly pop off really good in Toronto, especially for the arts this year. This year, yeah. This year and tomorrow. And not tomorrow, next year. So then 2020, so another five years from now will be 2027. Mm-hmm. Did I do my math right? Yeah, 2027, yeah. Mm-hmm. Which, going by your theory, it'll go down again mm-hmm. in some way. And then 2032 is when it goes back up. Mm-hmm. Mm, okay. Mm-hmm. Wait, let me see. Okay, let me <laughs> see if I add the number. Hold on. Let me see if I add the numbers. So if I do or like the, right? every the fifth year is when it's the peak year. The fifth year is always the peak year. Mm-hmm. So if we do 2017, right? Mm-hmm. Two, one is three, and three is seven is ten. So it's mm-hmm. one. Mm-hmm. And then 2017 to 2022, which is now, two to two is four, and then four to two is six. So it's one and six. Mm-hmm. So the next one coming up is 27. So that's two and seven, nine, and 11. So it's one, one, six, one. Mm-hmm. And then 2032, two by three is five, five, seven, seven. Mm-hmm. So it's one. Is one six one seven. Then if you do another five years, twenty thirty two, it'd be twenty thirty eight. So twenty thirty eight is two two to three is five. Five it would five to eight is shoot, that's thirteen, I think. Mm. Or fourteen. Four no. How am I getting my math wrong? On live. Hold on. <laughs> five, ten, and then 13, 13. So that'll be 2038, 13, 4. So in, those, so in the cluster of years, I added up 16174. I don't know what that means. I was just adding stuff. I was just adding <laughs> numbers adding for all together. the people who do numero- numerology. Numerology, you know, just think on that a second. Yeah. No, I hear you. Um, but yeah, that's that's another part. So I feel like this year is probably our year. Uh, everybody has been hiding in in the depths of uh, COVID, and they've been uh, blossoming. So that's that's another thing. But altogether, um, as an artist here, I've had a few conversations. Like recently, I've definitely been con- connecting with a few artists of different backgrounds, different levels of experience different thinking pathology whatever the word you want to say various people diverse 
groups and peoples. Yeah. Um, but one of the things that consistently comes up, especially for artists who are starting out and or who are even just moderate and actually have been doing it for a while, their thing is nobody, nobody appreciates the art. I heard a I heard a ill quote one day. It's um, it's something to do with serving the master, mm. but they serve what the. So basically, they don't serve what the mind is doing. They don't appreciate someone's mind. Like yo, you did this with your mm. mind. Like, like you did this art with your mind, right? Mm. They appreciate more, or in this case, they don't appreciate what the mind did for the art piece. Mm. So it's like they see the art piece, and it's like ah, but they don't they don't appreciate the mind that took it to be like okay, they get what there. what what asked you to get there? How do mm-hmm. you cultivate that? Like mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. So they're saying like a lot of people here. That's what it is. Like they meet people, and they're not like the other part that I hear is that people, a lot of artists are actually very upset with how how art has become commercialized upset <laughs> upset and gla- glass breaking yeah. upset yes and i like i was talking to this one guy where he like he shared some of his like his inks and like some of his views about like how toronto is very close-knit and it's very like oh, yeah. right clickish he said that you know if particular groups don't hang out with other groups like you can't more t- just more tight than ovary there's, there's, there's <laughs> groups that are more tight than ovary yes you, can, you just can't get in yes so it's like you know if you're fine with one person you can't you can't really have mutual friends it seems like so which is stupid like come on guys yeah the possessiveness so i was just kind of like mm, i don't know For me, like my experiences, I feel like I find a lot of free flowing artists. So I don't actually meet those who try to like hoard their work and or try to like create this type of what's the word you versus me or a cliquish type of thing. It's very like collaborative energy. You know, we all are involved. We all will benefit from it. We'll mm-hmm. all like aspire to be great people because we all are contributing and we're doing great work. So those are the artists that I meet here in Toronto. And those are the artists who I find have, I guess, better success. And I find that it may, it may be associated with their mentality being that they're they are so open. They're open. Yeah. I was about to say, yeah. So I they're think willing, that, that they're willing that, to like lend a hand. Yes. And even if someone like takes advantage, eventually it comes back. Like, right? yeah. So. And I think that's just what it comes down to. So it's it's very like, you know, I meet artists and they're like, yo, I, you know, you can't talk to everybody and you can't be involved in everybody's work and not everybody shares the same passion. And like that word is also another word that keeps coming up: passion. Bro, when I mean the art world, what? People say that word 10 times in one sentence sometimes. It's like, okay. They say, uh, it, more, they say it more than the word overrated. 
like but right. some people they just sit there they're just like oh this person doesn't appreciate the art itself they don't appreciate the the background behind it they're not actually um inspired by anything they lack the passion they're selling themselves they're selling to the bigger to the to bigger like companies you know they're commercializing they're actually not doing stuff to be tasteful but they do it because it's just to get money it's (laughs) it's a lot so between the between the conversations of are you doing this because you're an artist because you actually care about the art you care to represent it and you care about expanding or sending the message of art itself so it can be appreciated or are you selling the art because you just need some quick funds and you know you lack nothing you like lack no empathy of the actual like culture around it yeah but you just do it just, you know you just do it, yeah. so Rap, rappers talk about this all the time like they're like yo are you yeah that, that whole sellout thing is a right it a is a big issue it is not only rappers it is every <laughs> literally every part of art it's every yeah. What if you if you draw and I think like I think when people do recognize that stuff, I kind of think that it kind of points out who's actually gifted. Oh, who is like who actually is determined? Like, I feel like it points it out when people say those things. They're the people who are probably not. One of those two. Like, so. Gifted as in, like, they have they innate, just naturally have the talent, yeah. Natural talent, or like, what do you call it? Innate, like, it's just, mm-hmm. it's just boom, they just have it, right? Yes, as opposed to someone that has to almost work learn at it. it, yes. But they work at it so hard that it's just like it becomes it's just, nature, it's just, <laughs> yes. They get, they get very, like, yeah. I mean, I'm a people like that, right? They're like, how do you just do it so naturally? Just, oh. Trust me, they lose their mind. Just straight up, just, just, <laughs> just how do you do it? I spent years. Spent years. It's like Trust the me. math. It was like the math kids growing up. Like some kids, some kids are just naturally gifted with math. With, uh, yeah. math, math but like they just do it effortlessly. They don't show their work. Mm-hmm. Boom, 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 boom. And, and but, <laughs> I was one of those students. You'd struggle just to be like, it just doesn't make sense. It's just, mm-hmm. <laughs> What? Mm-hmm. Yep. Art's, art, art's the same way. Yeah, art like, is the same. Like what I, I can do, I can do cartoonish stuff. I can do anime. I can do graphic design stuff. But like realism drawing, naturally, mm-hmm. I'd have to, I'd have to like do classes and learn that as a skill. Some people just mm-hmm. they'll look at a person and just be like, <laughs> mm-hmm. and you'd be like, what? How'd you, how'd you do that? This- mm-hmm. So okay, one day on the way to uh, on the way to class, I was on the subway, right? Mm. And I, and you know, those those goofy um, black art books. Mm. They, they, you they, you buy it at the art store, your school, or or at, or at an actual art store. But anyways, I'm drawing mm. on it. I mean, you know, once I'm in music, in I'm in the zone. You're just, you're just drawing stuff, probably cartoons and stuff like that. And I, and I look up. I see some guy just looking at him just and he got up and just he didn't sat beside me, but like you know, on our subway system, 
it's, it's like seat, 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 which is the three, yes. and then the two. Yes. And then the two. So he sat like on the three seat part, and he's just like, Yo, how'd you, how'd you just do that? Just, ah, just, ah. I was like, Yo, just, you know, I just do this, and then. Uh, you drew that? Like, yeah, there's nothing to me. He's like, oh my god, that's so cool. And I'm like, yeah, well, this is my stop. And I'm just, I'm here. But it's fact. Some, some people, they never know. They just, they're like, so like, oh my gosh. It's true. It's the same as like when you hear somebody whose voice is like an angel. Oh, naturally. some people were just naturally gifted with chords that would just bring you in. Okay. Other people, they croak and they got to work at it. All right. That's just what it is. Just Not right. everyone, right? Shares the same vocal cords. It is what it is. Genetics. <laughs> it croaked. Yeah. That's, a, that is funny. Yeah. That's what it is. Right? You got to exercise in order for you to get to certain notes, right? Same thing where some people have the visual spatial spatial ratio innately. They know what uh, depth perception is and how to like analyze somebody's face and then draw it and like replicate it you know some other people they have they can use a camera and look at it and look at somebody and like photograph that person and then manipulate that picture to look like either completely different from what the person looks like to touching up that person and it's just like they're flawless like and even with like even with touching up like a photo there's so many levels to that because sometimes, like, some mm-hmm. people like they do subtle, just um, like adjustments, adjustments, and the photo comes out like fire, like right. Just change a little bit of lighting here and there. <laughs> wow, they have there's yeah. something where like let's see, you have a subject, right? Mm. They would like they would like lasso around. Let's see, they do mm. a post like. Doing a pose like this, mm-hmm. they'll like cut it out and then they'll somehow like make them pop more. And then if they have blemishes in the skin, they fix that. And mm-hmm. but it's so subtle that you're just like, okay, that's it looks really good though. Mm-hmm. By the end of it, yeah, trust me, I've seen those and I'm just like always wowed every single time. Hmm. Burn and uh, what is the other one? Oh gosh, burn and. Oh gosh, all my Photoshop people, y'all are gonna hate me right now. <laughs> it's like the two, it's burn and dodge. Burn and dodge. Those are the tools that you guys use. And it's like, shout outs to you if you know how to use that. So, all my Photoshop users, y'all the real ones, man. Y'all the real, the real Burn real. and dodge, okay. Mm-hmm. Or even just like dance. I feel like dance is one of the only arts that hasn't. I should be mindful of my words. Mm, hasn't been <laughs> that hasn't been like oh like there's not enough passion, not enough representation da, 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 in Toronto. Probably more stage time. Maybe that has been uh, a concern. But yeah, I don't think I feel like dancers are very good at recognizing other dancers that there isn't a need to like really put down or like make somebody feel small when you're a dancer. And I, I think that's also, again, that goes back to the circles that I'm around. 
all the mm-hmm. circles that I have been around when it comes to dance have always been inviting. I've always been open. You know, when someone sees a move that you do, you know, they, it gives, there's more allowance to openness, I guess. Cause some people have the fun. Yeah. The fundamentals of certain dance styles and in others, it's just like freestyling, but it works because it's uniquely to you. That's just, so, yeah. Until they, they steal it off TikTok and some picture dance and then goes nationwide with it, international wide. And then, not uh, that, not the strike. You don't, you don't get the, you don't get the, <laughs> the credit. benefits for the, mm-hmm. and then, of what you produced. Damn. And then the showrunner forgets that, oh, wait, we can just, we can just Zoom call these people in. We're not even going to invite them to the studio. We're going to Zoom call them in. The originators of the dance. Oh, no sub. No sub, guys. <laughs> that actually happened. I know um, it actually happened. I actually watched the, the documentary. I watched two, um, which is very two, unfortunate, there's though. two documentaries yes. on this already? Well, not two, but there was an interview, a young gentleman who oh. I find, his commentary is purely enjoyable. Um, his acts, well, I say his accent, but his tone of voice, the way he conducts the interview and like just his presence altogether. He is fabulous, but monotone and very dry at the same time. So (laughs) it's so good, though. And it's like how he does his commentary is amazing. When he did the interview with one of the creators on TikTok who did not get recognition. um, Yeah, it was just his his coverage on it was like, "Mm." You're so good at this. But one, I think there's one you showed us actually. It's yes. one I'm thinking of. Okay. Yes. Yeah. The guy, I think he has like ginger hair, glasses. But, yeah. 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 Fabulous, okay. but monotone. And you know. This guy put the, he put the highlight and spotlight on that. Like, hey, this guy didn't get credited. Like, mm-hmm. It's like yeah. y'all could have, you know, given him the money. And opportunities. Right? Talking about giving back to marginalized groups. All right. But y'all don't want to have that conversation. <laughs> and with that, time to wrap up. Yes. <laughs> I want to thank you all for listening. Uh, plugs, plugs, plugs. I need, I need a soundboard that says like, plug, 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 plug. echoes. What do, you got for, what do you got for us to well, you can definitely follow me on my Instagram, the Nerd Z with three Zs, T H E N E R D Z Z Z, and you can also follow my photography page, triple Z dot Studio T O Z Z Z. That's S T U D I O T O on Instagram. And um, if you're tuning in, definitely go and hit up uh, that Eventbrite and check out Click and Capture, which is a photography workshop and networking event that i host every monday from one to four and six to nine mm. you can catch me on twitter instagram del Majiro, d-e-l-n-i-j-i-r-o uh support 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 yes. um i don't what am i what am i doing lately it sounds like just working in general oh i know surviving so as me AKA Captain Corners, as me, uh, bring the crowd with me everywhere I go, as me, as um, as a uh, grandpa energy. I'll say I'm not grandfather yet, but 
sometimes I have that type of energy. Where like when people say your first name and then they'll call you sir after. And it'd be like, what, why are you calling you like you know my name? Like why would you call me, <laughs> why would you call me sir? Do I look old? Do you look old? Also, uh Jim's not here, but follow him on his Twitch and Lou Pistols. L U P I T O L S, I think. Yes, mm. that's uh also follow him on his Instagram as J dot H U N T E R V I L L E J Hunterville. Um other than that, I think that's, I think that's everything. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely check us out on the Vent Pod, uh the Vent Podcast and if you can't find us somewhere, tell us so you can find us everywhere. <laughs> oh, I forgot to say, if you have any complaints or questions, questions concerns, uh, concerns, ask the vent and gmail.com. That's mm-hmm. A S K T H E. Oh, oh, V E N T at gmail.com. I had like a brain fart there. I was like, mm, yeah. Yeah, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, Google Podcasts, Spotify, iTunes. Yeah. YouTube. YouTube as well. Because we're on mm-hmm. YouTube right now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just want to say thank you guys for listening. This is the vent. We're 